podcast with your host, Jason Lumberg at Power Systems Design. A transient voltage suppressor, also known as TVS, is crucial for dealing with sudden or momentary overvoltage conditions. And since automotive circuits suffer from a whole bunch of surge threats, a low-dump TVS is extremely important in the auto space. And now on today's show, we're doing things a little bit differently. We're going to give you a primer on these essential devices and what's become one of the most important application areas in our industry, that being the automotive sector. And I can think of no better spokesman than our very own Kevin Parmenter. Kevin's the FAE Director at Taiwan Semiconductor North America, and he authors PSD's Market Watch column each month. Uh, Kevin, thanks for joining us. And you know, I think it's it's kind of funny that in our rapidly connected world, we both worked for PSD for so long now, and we've yet to meet in person. And I think this is only like the second or third time we've spoken over the phone, and we would have met at APEC, but of course that was canceled along with pretty much the entire public-facing world. And at least yes. as long as I've been here, you haven't been on the PSD cast, but that's a new digital world, and I'm glad to finally have you on the show. So let me start by asking you to define the TVS and why it's so important for automobiles. Okay, that's a great question. Well, you know, transient voltage suppression covers a wide variety of different devices, usually two terminal devices. And uh, and in this case, they're semiconductor devices that are specialized Zener diodes. And why it's so important for vehicles is really electrical transient surges and overshoots occur in almost every electronic circuit, including and especially automotive electronics. Uh, some of these hazards are caused by intermittent connections, and examples of that would be loose battery connections, jump-starting the vehicle both properly and as well as uh, not doing it properly. Other causes include things such as ESD, switching loads in the electrical system, such as lighting and accessories, and connecting to the vehicle's electrical system in many ways and we can envision that all the way from the cigarette lighter and USB accessory ports to audio connections, jumper cables, trailer and hitch connections. Anytime you have the ability to connect into the electrical system or just the general operating of the uh, vehicle causes transient surges in ESD to be created in the interface or within the vehicle. Um, so does that kind of help? Yeah, yeah. So. Why is the um, the new automotive load dump test uh, defined in ISO 16750-2 so critical? You know, what's, what's the test consist of exactly? Well, these, these transients occur in practice uh, as well as, uh, as in specification. I wrote an article a number of years ago, uh, the title of which was called uh, Transients and Surges Can't Read Specifications. And... So basically what that means is we have specifications and we try to cover every aspect of what could possibly occur, but a lot of times the electrical system doesn't know that and uh, and the event exceeds the specification. And so there's, there's always a good idea to put enough margin and the protection to handle these unexpected conditions, if you will. Um, so the, the specification you outlined there covers uh, 12, 24, 28, 42 and 48 volt electrical systems, um, including some, I guess, some merging HEV and EV electrical systems. The specification defines test methods and procedures to ensure uh, the compatibility uh, to, of the system to conducted and coupling of electrical transients 
uh, into the equipment installed in, in uh, commercial vehicles uh, fitted with 12 or 24 volt electrical systems. It's, it really describes the bench testing for in the injection and measurement of transients. And it's really applicable to all types of road vehicles independent of the propulsion system, whether it's you know diesel, spark ignition, or electrical. Um, and it, it outlines the voltage waveforms, peaks, source impedances, currents, and injection methods into the electrical system. And um, it consists of really several requirements. It, it's, a, it's a specification, or I guess I should say it's a specification, set of specifications within a specification. So it consists of several requirements, and it outlines pulse 1, pulse 2, pulse 3, 4, 5, 6, and 7, in addition to 3B, or 3A, 3B, 5A, and 5B. And there's several interrelated specifications, um, as you mentioned, uh, and really, there's two major ones that are referenced globally. The first one being the ISO 7637-2. And the second one is, well, actually second two, is JASO-A1, which covers Japanese vehicles, 14-volt systems, which, you know, is really 12, 13.8, whatever you want to call it. And then JASO-D1 covers the 27 volt systems which are you know what we would call over here a 24 volt truck and bus electrical system um, we also have SAEJ1113 GM9105 and then there's a Ford and Visteon spec and then I guess it's it's also noteworthy that we receive on a regular basis you know those are the two major specs the Japanese and the ISO 7637, we get a lot. But we receive requests for other requirements. You'll, you'll get requests that say, well, I'm a supplier to Caterpillar or Cummins or John Deere or Outboard Marine or Mill Standard 704 or Taka Truck Quizzy Whiz 1234 spec. Can you meet that? And so what I always tell people is if we can obtain a copy of the spec, we have the test equipment to test to the spec and then recommend a solution to the customer. So it's it's very much a standards-based um, uh, industry, and those standards tend to reference one another. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, you know, how does one go about choosing a suitable load dump uh, TBS? Well, there's really two ways. Uh, one is we get. Uh, customers that will say uh, that they know exactly what they want. Uh, they, they say, look, I've done these tests, and I need this much peak current. And so then it's a matter of um, the, the way in the semiconductor world that's not too different from everything else we do in semiconductors is really packaging distance or density. How much uh, energy, peak current, or peak power I can get in so much space and then it comes down to, let's say the customer says, I need a 1,500 peak watt uh, device um, because I'm in a module that's downstream a bit. And they say, well, uh, what do you have? And by the way, I only have this much room. So then it becomes a packaging issue. So it's how much power can I get? How much space do I have? Because remember, these devices take uh, – 
transient electrical energy and turn it into transient thermal energy on purpose. And the, and the purpose is either to dissipate the energy long enough to, um, to current limit the source or to blow a fuse or something that then you later on replace and the system works normally without any damage. So um, that's generally the, the one way. The, the second way is the customer says, I have to meet fill-in-the-blank spec and it's generally, you know, ISO 7637-2 or um, the J, JASO spec or something, or, or something unique to what they're, they're working on. Um, but that's generally, you know, we hope that the customer would interact with us because actually, you know, I'll say this just on the benefit of any supplier, you're always going to get a better solution if you work closely with your supplier rather than trying to pick stuff out in a vacuum and hope for the best. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, Kevin, before I let you go, let, let me ask you, why is, why is Taiwan Semiconductor introducing their new load dump TVS line? You know, what sort of issues is it meant to address? Well, that's a great question. Um, it, it's, you know, we're not unique into this market. And we were asked by major automotive OEMs to participate uh, due to dissatisfaction with the existing technical and commercial business offerings of the day. And, you know, competition is a wonderful thing for the, for the consumers and uh, the OEMs. And uh, we offer, uh, obviously you have to have automotive AECQ, which most of our parts are, and uh, you have to have an unprecedented level of automation for hands-off, uh, manufacturing, and we offer uh, sub four parts per billion actual quality. Um, so it's it's a standard-based thing. We've got devices all the way from 11 volts to about 70 volts, and uh, uh, you know we can we could drop in anybody's socket for an existing application. But basically, we're invited to join by some top. Automotive OEMs is how we got into it. Well, that's that, that's uh, that's terrific. Thanks a bunch, Kevin, and I, I hope to ch chat again soon. Uh, on behalf of PSD, I, I want to thank you for your time, and to our audience, thanks for tuning in. Stay safe out there, and have a great day.